All right, guys, we are here with the mind, the creative mind behind the horror film, The Good Things Devils Do. We have producer, writer, director, the one and only Jess Norviscard. <laughs> Jess, good to have you on Click on This to talk about your film. Good to have you too, man. Um, or good to be here. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> de- The Good Things Devils Do. Uh, uh, I wrote and directed it. It was produced by Subtle Film and uh, we had a wonderful crew, wonderful actors, man. We uh, made it in Brevard, North Carolina. It's a fun throwback horror film. Uh, it's intended to be a little funny, a little gross. Uh, when I say gross, I mean just really campy 80s. Um, I'm going to repeat myself, but an 80s throwback. It's meant to be a fast paced, fun film that kind of you know, put thumbs and snows at, you know, the, the neo horror film that we have now, these independent horror films that are boring and, and, and kind of run on and don't say much. And they, they're just, they're, they're, they're made just to appease a budget and they, you know, pretty much spit in the face of horror fans. I'm tired of it. I know a lot of people are. So we made a, mm-hmm. we made something that's fast moving and a little gory. Um, oh Yeah and uh, returns us to the days of when we were able to just to have fun. It's a fun ride. We're not trying to do too much here. We're not trying to be the Mona Lisa. We just <laughs> want to take the audience on a really fun ride and have a great time for an hour and a half. Well, you Jess, can, um, can you tell that. us about the concept? Can you um, let the audience know uh, the storyline without doing a spoiler alert and sure. take us through the characters and who they are? You bet. The actors that play them? stars Bill Obers Jr. He, and uh, uh, he stars as a retiring gangster in a very small town in Brevard, North Carolina. He's a small time hood, hoodlum. And uh, he and his daughter are played by Mary Catherine O'Donnell. Um, they team up with uh, Percy, who's played by Kane Hodder. Yes. And they are out to do a small time job, but they're out to rob a house and to set some of these bad guys up and to get them arrested it's it's a little vague what they're out to do but they get the wrong house or possibly the right house but they get one of these houses that they think they have the address to they get in there and it's halloween night we have melvin who is a a a curator of an old uh what is it the museum of the macabre he's he's a retired professor he's wanting to open up a, a horror museum kind of these odds and ends and trinkets he is played by david rucker the third his wife is played by the wonderful Linnea Quigley. Uh, his stepdaughter, Linnea Quigley's daughter, uh, played by Kelly Wilson Robinson. Uh, and they're this kind of motley family. And uh, they... Oh, yeah. They're, they're under siege by the bad guys, but also they have this, uh, this part of the museum that turns out to be these remnants of the vampire. They don't they believe it's real. But of course, it turns out to be very real. The Vampire is Masquerade, played by Veronica Stoikova, and then Chaos Ensues, and it all clashes mm-hmm. together. Well, let's talk about assembling that cast, because you have several horror icons in your film. I mean, Kane Hodder, Friday the 13th. You have uh, Bill Burst Jr., um, who's been in uh, Three from Hell, Rob Zombie film, right? Right, right. Yeah, and uh, Linnea Quigley has been in a ton of horror as well. So uh, I guess uh, you... Sought them out as icons in the horror that genre that people were recognized, and you felt that was the best uh, place to have them in your film. Absolutely right. I grew up uh, 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 watching watching them, 
And when I was going to do a throwback, it was important to me that I get, I get the players who I have an enormous amount of respect for that I wanted in my movie. Uh, Linnea Quigley, Scream Queen, Return of the Living Dead, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Night of the Demons. Um, among, those are just a few. Kane uh, Hodder was important. He was a very important piece that came together late. Bill Oberst Jr. is the star of the film. There are two stars, really, Bill Oberst and uh, David Rucker III. So he, Bill Oberst was also in Circus of the Dead, Billy Ponce's Circus of the Dead, wonderful film. Uh, and so it was really important to me that we get people who can play the roles. They're not day players. They're, they're in a lot of the movie with budget constraints, obviously. Um, but uh, they just turned in brilliant performances. I was extremely lucky to have those three. And oh, yeah. the rest of the cast, by the way, man, I'm telling you, they pulled their weight. They, they, did, they were not intimidated. They did wonderfully. I'm lucky to have them all. I, I think they all did wonderfully. Well, I congratulate you on uh, casting with diversity, for Thank one, you. and 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 uh, I was laughing because being Latina, I could yeah. understand everything the vampire was saying. I was like, "Damn straight, a Latin vampire!" <laughs> finally, did you enjoy her? Did you enjoy her 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 talk game? Because I tell you, I was I was sad. You know, there was a decision made to not have her subtitles. You know, whether I. I it was made uh, against my wishes. It's all good. But I thought some of her uh, shit talk was pretty good. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even notice the subtitles because like I said, I could understand mm -hmm. what she was saying. But right. I thought it was really cool because it gave her a, a distance. Like, you know, mm -hmm. she wasn't from um, Transylvania, which is so perfect. Right. right. Yeah. Right. There's a wonderful uh, backstory to Masquerade that was not able to make it in the movie. We we really had almost no money. This was a shoestring budget. We shot it in 12, I think it's 12 days. It's 12 or 14. Wow, a feature in 12 days. Right. And so we were up against it. I was very lucky to have the producer and the crew and the cast that I did. Um, but I really wanted the backstory to Masquerade. I think, Desiree, I think you would have really loved it. She was this this wonderful dancer from the, you know, the theater of uh, the damned. I can't can't recall now but uh i wrote it in but a lot of the movie a lot of the screenplay never made it in okay um masquerade has some crazy powers that i've seen beyond your typical vampire i mean not only is she um super invincible um she's also mind controlling so that was a kind of a little twist to the vampire right well somewhat um so it was a new type of throwback film it wasn't a scary film okay i, I one of my films that i wrote that almost made it was was definitely a scarier one i decided to go in the direction of fun instead for several reasons but she did have the possess you through the eyes that is a vampire trope she could only be killed with a stake through the heart or something through the heart there you go uh, therefore uh which is an integral part of the right her being shot or stabbed uh, does not work um and if you look into a vampire's eyes now they can control you now the one the one twist was of course she was a vampire born from hell so mm. she was able to take you there and 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 put you what's called under the moon and which is she controls you and your soul is being tormented while she controls you. So and you put her. Could, I'm sorry. She could no, imitate okay. voices. She could imitate other characters' voices. Yeah, which I is a vampire trope. This vampire bitch is bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So absolutely. the Twilight sparkly vampires have nothing against masquerades. So is that what you're trying to say? 
Masquerade doesn't like those. They, they, she does not like those vampires. <laughs> she wants to kill. Like... <laughs> she wants I... to kill everyone. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you also went for practical effects because a lot of, um, especially the big budget horror, they're, they're relying heavily on on CG. Although you did have some special effects involved, uh, digital effects, right? But you yeah. mostly relied oh. heavily on practical. We had very few CGI effects. In the, of, yes, absolutely. We mostly relied on practical, which I'm a fan mm. of, and which I'll continue doing. Who was nice. the king? Who was the creator behind all your bloody special effects and more? Well, John Lauterbach was our FX. Uh, he was our FX pro. He came in, did a wonderful job. Uh, let's see. We had John Lauterbach, and he had a few assistants with him. He did wonderful. Uh, uh, you know, we we went through it at the beginning of every day. We had a little FX done every day. Uh, our assistant director was masterfully worked to where we had a little bit of FX every day, so we wouldn't lose time. We wouldn't lose a day. Um, so every day we just got it, got together in the morning, discussed what we needed, um, and we shot it. Man, we shot it. So Linnea was being caked with blood. Yet meanwhile, we were shooting a scene that took place an hour before that it comes during the movie, you know? And so we just had to make sure that our days were spread apart, but that was John Lauterbach who did that. Wow. So you wow, mentioned impressive. 12 days for the entire feature. Um, were there any major challenges in that small time frame to Many. produce this film? Yeah. Making our days, the effects. Uh, mm -hmm. There were times where we were really losing our days. And, and so we had, one take to get uh, some critical scenes. And I, I just credit my actors. Uh, there was a scene where Linnea was working with uh, Kelly Wilson Robinson and we were, we had, we had a sequence where those two are having some kind of an interaction in the, in, 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 in Caroline, who Kelly plays Caroline's uh, the, the bratty 40 year old stepdaughter um, in her bedroom. And we had, we had <laughs> one take to go through a lot of that. So that was challenging. We had our steady cam operator come in and we just did it and we did it quick and we did it and they did it right. So without them, man, I swear, I don't know what would happen. A lot of challenges though, but we, we, we did it. Yeah, you did a fantastic job. And, and Kelly, I'll tell you, she got my attention in that mini skirt and uh, thong piece. I'm sorry. My, my, my eyes were glued uh, from the first few minutes. First few minutes of Desiree was expecting me to say that. I did. I did that. But I, right. I'll never disappoint. <laughs> I, I, I got to ask, how important is to have that aspect of, of showing a little skin in a horror film? Because it seems to go hand in hand. Well, for me, very important. We were doing an 80s. We really yeah. were doing a back, And I would have I gone, if it called for nudity, I would have gone nudity because we discussed right. it. But at the same token, I was thinking, okay, so there's a little part of me that there is some misogyny in this movie with Percy's character. And it oh, was God, yes. Yeah, and I have two daughters, and I am not, you know, it's it's important to me that I was like, oh, oh, even though we're doing an 80s throwback, let's defeat expectations here and not do the nudity. We don't have to do that. It doesn't call for it. Okay. We can show some skin. It can be flirty. It can be sexy. But mm -hmm. it doesn't have to cross that line where I want, you know, the – the women to be able to watch this film and have a good time too and say, boy, we hate Percy, but we understand that this film isn't trying to degrade. Uh, not saying that nudity is degrading. I don't believe it is, but, but, but we, I felt that we didn't need to do that. We didn't need to extend to that degree here. Maybe next time. I don't know. It all depends on if it calls mm -hmm. for it. 
if it doesn't, but I just felt like this one didn't call for it. But it is important to have a little bit of skin, a little bit of sex appeal. After all, we're, we are doing a film of throwback. We had a lot of the editing sequences, like these real quick wonky cuts, um, uh, really in lieu of, of how they did it back then. Well, Kane's character of uh, Percy, wow. I mean, talk about pure evil, um, <laughs> especially um, when handling with the young characters. Let's, that's all I'm going to say. But that, that really just shows someone's purely evil stuff. Oh, let me tell you, I was more afraid of him sometimes than the actual vampire. <laughs> Freaked me out. And Kane, uh, Kane has done similar roles before, but I, I would say this is probably one of the most evil roles i've seen i mean i mean you know he typically is the villain but i know when we were bringing kids into the equation that that's where it gets crazy for me there's some tough there's a tough scene with a kid involved there isn't there there's some yes yeah what made you um because it's not typical to see kids in horror movies so it was kind of surprising that in that way reality but what made you decide to use kids and um, are the kids your kids or did you are the actors you casted actors they're actors one of the children was uh, actually kelly uh, the actor kelly's uh, son maddox robinson oh, okay uh, another actor was our producer's daughter um okay. another actor was uh, uh uh one of the daughters of one of the extras that you know it was just they they came together i'll tell you what made me decide to do it was i had this kind of leave it to beaver world where it was i i wanted to kind of trick the audience into thinking it's this cute little you know, innocent 80s throwback. And then it ran into Percy's world, who was also part of the Harley Brothers gangster world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and those two collided. And one was a very serious, nasty group uh, that collided with, an uh, you know, almost like a, a kind of a comic book world. And then the vampire there. So, so I, I, you know, I believe the audience punches a ticket and a lot of what we see today, we let the audience off the hook. And I'm not into that. So I was like, listen, if you want to watch a horror movie and you're going to watch this, we start establishing who Kane, who, you know, he plays Percy, who Percy is. And if you can get through that scene, then you know what kind of movie we're going to do. Mm. Um, and we're not going to let you off the hook. You want to see it? We're going to give it right to you. All right. Wow. That's, uh, can we talk about the title? Um, Good Things Devils Do, because, uh, I mean, we do know that Masquerade is from Hell. But she's nothing good. There's nothing good about her. So are, are we alluding to um, um, to Richard, to, to Richard, Bill's character? Richard and Mouse. Yeah, I think we okay. are alluding to them. Okay. Um, again, this, the, the, we didn't shoot everything that was in the screenplay. I would have liked to have maybe had a little more explanation to it. But it is what it is. Uh, we like the title. We kept it. But really, Redemption. I think redemption, sometimes bad people are forced into situations where they have to do good things to, to, to get out. And with Richard, there's a moment where he's debating on getting the money and Mouse is debating on getting the money and she definitely wants to more than him. But I think you'll see that his character is more interested in saving people and getting out than completing the job. And so we, we do see that bad people can change when you know, shit hits the fan. All right. Well, let's talk about the horror genre in general. I mean, obviously, you're a long-time horror uh, fan, and of course, that's you know evident in your work. Um, and any particular filmmakers that resonate with you with your work? Oh, that's a tough question. Um, in the past or now? Uh, in the let's past, let's go everything. Or, yeah, everything. Yeah. 
in the past, certainly, uh, you know, George Romero, John Carpenter, um, uh, 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 I'm gonna forget names here and I'm gonna be- How about Rob Zombie? Uh, Rob Zombie, uh, I've seen some of his work. Uh, I'm, I'm a fan of his music for sure. Um, uh, I've not seen all of his work. I think he is a visionary. I, th- I love his visuals. I think uh, mm-hmm. he reminds me a little bit of Tim Burton in the fact that whether you like his actual movie or not, his, his, his visuals are, are absolutely breathtaking. Um, you look at House of a Thousand Corpses and, and, yes. and his, whether you like the movie or not, the art of it is, 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 is phenomenal. Uh, great film, great film. Yeah, so I tell you, the filmmakers I love now, and my film does not reflect either one of those, uh, but my two favorite filmmakers are Michael Haneke and Gaspar Noe. Um, Park Chan-wook is one of them. But uh, yeah, it's hard to say I'm, I'm, I'm in tune with a lot of the modern horror filmmakers. I, uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Oh, my heavens, I'm forgetting and I'm, I'm embarrassed. But uh, the guy who did Hereditary in uh, Midsummer, I like him. I oh, like yeah, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, I'm really. How about the Conjuring? Which what? The Conjuring universe. Any of those films? For me, that's one of my favorite uh, of the universe, the horror universe films with Annabelle and and the Nun. I Conjuring like one them. and two. I like them. I don't love them. My kids. I don't know. I liked. Them. I liked the newer ones like uh, Us. Remember that one that came out recently? Us. Oh that, yes. That mm-hmm. scared the bejeebies out of me. That was apocalyptic as well, you know. It's it left you thinking a few days. And and he's such a talented he's such a talented filmmaker. You know, you watched. I I, I used to watch. Jordan, all you're talking stuff. about Jordan Peele, yes? Yes, Jordan Peele. Uh, I used yeah. to watch all. Um, oh my God, what was it called? He and uh, uh, Key and Peele, and I would just die laughing. And and mm-hmm. I I always said for so long, I said these guys are are immensely talented. I'm I'm curious to see what they do. And yeah. he went off and, and did horror. I was like, "Ooh, is he going to be good?" Oh, he's been he's, he's been great. He's he's a mm-hmm. he's a wonderful name in the business. Absolutely. Can we go give kudos to your hair and makeup and wardrobe? Because with that much blood, I'd imagine you had to get either pretty good at doing one takes, or they had to like redress people quickly. I mean, because. They deserve massive kudos, and I think they hated me for a while because the, <laughs> the, the mantra for a while was more blood, more blood, more blood. Yeah. Um, I don't think the actors, I think some – remember – remember, you guys know. Uh, I, I, would, I would remind some of the we, – we shot this thing in the, in the bitter cold. Uh, it was – the temperatures were freezing, and we shot a lot of it outside exteriors, mm-hmm. and we had to apply so much blood. Some of them were – underneath the ground for some of these scenes we we had to dig a hole and put a veronica in there mary catherine only had a, a small uh, uh, uh halloween suit on there and she was just caked with blood uh some of them were probably borderline hypothermia sometimes but yeah um we did they they we did a lot of blood a lot of gore and and they were phenomenal and uh, and they were they were troopers and with one takes and they did not stop working from the morning into the night man Fantastic. Well, what's next on what's next on the horizon, Jess? After well, after marketing this film and, and and best of luck with with the the good things devils do because uh, it's a great film, 
great I film. I so appreciate it. We got a few edge, things. Ever, edge of your seat type of, of horror, throwback horror film, but uh, fun ride, no boring stuff here. We're not going to be pretentious and bore you with you know endless yeah. scenes where we're going to tease something and not deliver. I think one thing with Devils is 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 our goal was to deliver. Um, what's next? Few things. We have a uh, we've got a merchandising deal starting with Devils, which is I'm I'm really surprised oh, because we're wow, so, nice. It's a small independent film, so I'm I'm thrilled with that. That's awesome. Um, we're doing the Dead Cards uh, uh, with uh, um, uh, fellows by the name of Mark Roberts and Justin Boring. Um, they're so phenomenal. Uh, they're coming out with a, a card. So we're doing something called Project Volstater. It's just where a bunch of filmmakers and different artists get together and we start making different things, whether it be music. And we, so there's an animation. There's a Percy animation coming, guys. Um, uh, wow. And lastly, um, well, I, I was actually working on this before the, before the interview. I'm, I'm writing a film, not directing it, not doing anything with it except for writing it, but it's called The Devil's Circle. Jed Jedikowski's The Devil's Circle. That's going to be pretty cool. Um, and then I'm doing a werewolf film very soon. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which particular uh, actor uh, do you have your eye on for your next project? Maybe even the werewolf werewolf film. You have a, well, a big actor, a big horror icon in mind for the next. I've got a few. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, Bill, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back with my my, my guy Bill. Uh, okay. I love working with Bill Oberst. He is he is just everything you could ever want. Kane Hodder may be involved if uh, he's not busy. Uh, I'm going to throw out a name in there. If, you, if, if, if it reaches him, I hope it does. Ken Foree. Uh, I got a few uh, names on, the, on, on my mind, but we're going to have to work it out with agents and timing. So yes. all that we determine. Uh, theoretically. Love like Kelly uh, again, love to work with a lot of these guys. Again. Ian if Patrick you had like an unlimited budget for any A-list actor for your film, who would you choose and why? Hmm. Like you um, can go... Crazy budget. <laughs> Christian Bale. Nice. Yeah. Good choice. Christian Bale, I think if I had any budget where I could do something, Christian Bale or, uh, you know, Denzel Washington. Yes. Those are, those are my, my, probably my dream actors. If I could put them together and, you know, probably not going to happen, but if I could put them together. And, and I haven't seen them in much horror, so that, that'd be fantastic. Right. That's I haven't seen Denzel in any horror. Yeah. I have. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis has done it. I haven't seen Denzel do it. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis put her teeth on it. Halloween. Yes. Yeah. Phenomenal. Phenomenal choices. Wow. Jess, th this was an incredible interview, man. Thanks so much, Thank man. You. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate you guys. Yeah. Um, I guess you could throw out the um, anything we can uh, for promoting the film, links, social media, um, you know, any websites that you want to throw out in promotion of the film. Well, yeah. Let's see. Uh, uh, so we're getting a web page, and we're gonna we're we're developing web page for the merchandise. But right now, we're on Facebook. That's its home page right now. It's on Facebook. The good things devils do. Okay. We're on Instagram. Uh, Got to get some money. That I'm terrible at social media. Um, let's see. We are on all platforms, I believe, except for Netflix, uh, Netflix, Hulu, Redbox. We are not on those three. Okay. But you're on. Yeah, we're on Amazon, we're nice. on PlayStation, Google Play, uh, Xbox, we're on a, a 2B Voodoo, um, I believe on every major platform other Fantastic. than this. You can find us almost anywhere. You can find us at Walmart, Target, uh, uh, 
lot of lot of rentals. Really, you're, you're on, in Walmart and Target already. When when did you premiere? Well, I I can't remember the date. What do you remember the date? I think it was August twelfth. Yeah, I think it was August twelfth. Yeah, yeah. We 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 premiered and we uh we've 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 gone we've won a few awards at the film festivals. The ones that that have asked us. Um, a few best us to come. We've uh, premiered, I think that was our big premiere was uh, Sinfest. Uh, that was down in Miami, Florida. We won uh, the Wrath Award for that. By the way, Kane Hodder won the Lon Chaney Jr. Award for his role in Percy. Which is oh really my gosh. I'm still trying to get over the fact that you said you're going to do an animation with Percy. I'm like, the only animation that's going to give me nightmares. Thank you. Yeah, I will have nightmares tonight. <laughs> we had a few animators that were like, hey, let's, can we do this? I said, yeah, let's do it. And talk to Kane. He said, yeah, get with me when you're going to do it. So, so we're going to rock and roll. It's not going to be long, but it'll be fun. Awesome. But congratulations yes. on all the distribution you got going. That's Thank you. Yes. Thank amazing. You. All right. I credit my cast and crew, man. Awesome. Well, we look forward to the next project. And of course, check out the good things devils do um, in at all the streaming platforms you mentioned and at Target and Walmart and, and check it out. And, and Jess, we, thank you so much for talking with us here. Click on this. Thank you, too. And we deliver, thank guys. You. Anyone out there who wants to watch the film, we do deliver. We're not a boring film. We come at you. Thanks. Hey, oh, send, yeah. send the love back to your cast and your crew. Mm -hmm. um, congratulate them from us. Mm -hmm. Thank you, guys. Fantastic interview. You guys are amazing. Thank you. Right, thank you.